0: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Chris from the Bills Dudes. Wonderful AFC Championship preview, Bills Chiefs. I break down week six, what went right, what went wrong. Also, I'm going to give you the three key matchups that the Bills must win on Sunday to go to the Super Bowl. That's right. We're on the precipice of going to Super Bowl 55. You're going to love this podcast. And guess what? Spoiler alert. We're going to win this game. This is it. This This is it. it. All right, baby. Here we go. This is Chris from the Bills Dudes AFC Championship Preview. Bills Chiefs, this is it. You remember what I told you earlier in the season. This will go down as one of the most memorable Bill seasons of all time. That's right. And I said, it's okay. I was your therapist. I was encouraging you, okay? I was saying, you know what? Believe in this team. Believe that this team can make it this far. Believe that this team can, in, in fact, make it to the Super Bowl. And here we are, one game away. Remember, early on the season, I said, set your expectation. What is your expectation? Have they exceeded it? I said during an earlier show that to me, the AFC championship game is where I expect them to be. Anything that happens after that, I don't know. But as far as I'm concerned, they fulfilled my expectations. Do I want a Super Bowl appearance? Yes. Do I want a Super Bowl victory? Absolutely. But they've exceeded, they've met my expectations, and here we are playing for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Like I said, this is one of the most remarkable seasons that we've had as a franchise. Cherish each moment, cherish each game. 13 and three. We won two home playoff games. We had an amazing 100 yard pick six that never happens. I say this all the time to my friends and colleagues 90s Bills magic. This team has 90s Bills magic. Weird stuff happens. When Justin Tucker, the most accurate kicker of all time in the NFL, doinks two kicks off the uprights. When the Colts kicker Blankenship shanks one to the right, who's very accurate, they go for it on a fourth down play that they just miss off the fingertips. There's a weird fumble play where you feel like the old Bills would have lost on that reversal on the fumble play. We still won that game. We prevented a Colts Hail Mary. Everything is trending towards us This is our season. You should continue to believe because we are on our way to the Super Bowl. So, big picture here. Mahomes' injury, that's the thing that everybody's talked about all week, okay? Here's the deal. He cleared concussion protocol. He's definitely playing. I don't know how much he's going to be affected with the head injury, but what I am concerned about is his toe injury, if I'm a Chiefs fan. He has trouble pushing off that toe. I don't know if it's turf toe or a sprain toe, but he has a foot injury, which may limit his ability to to rush. Now, you remember in week six, the Chiefs had, they averaged eight yards per carry rushing. They ran for, I believe, 245 yards. And it's true, the Bills were conceding those yards. But you know, he was a major component of that. He scrambled for extra yardage on a couple of plays. He made a, like an amazing scramble for a first down. Um, yeah, he got outside the pocket and did his Mahomes things. He's deceptively quick. He's deceptively fast. And he's going to be playing on on Sunday. So Steph Diggs, he was on the injury report, healthy. Beasley, on the injury report, healthy. Gabe Davis, that's a concern. I don't think he's going to play on Sunday. I think his ankle is too tweaked. I think they'd rather have somebody healthy out there running that four wide receiver spot. They can put Kenny Stills there or Duke Williams, and I'd be okay with that, although Gabe Davis has made some amazing catches and some amazing plays this season. I think we're still going to be okay. To me, one of the unsung heroes of this matchup is Isaiah McKenzie the Chiefs are going to play a mix of man and zone and you're going to see a lot of McKenzie out there trying to be he's kind of like the Canary and the Coleman when they run the formation so when you see he, him run motion left to right or right to left he's trying to see if his man is following him and if his man is following him that tells Josh Allen that it's going to be man, man covered. So he can, e- Josh Allen is great against man. So it's easier for Josh to diagnose the coverage. Now, sometimes they'll follow and then they'll run back into a cloud zone mix. So they'll have zone in the middle of the field and they'll have safeties in their, in their corners running man. That could also happen. But it's always great to have Isaiah McKenzie on the field because he is definitely a weapon and he can make something happen in the blink of an eye. Okay. The other, the other injury the other two injuries are Clyde Edward Hilaire, the dynamic rookie for the Kansas City Chiefs. He ran all over us in week six. He is questionable. And Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins is also questionable. And I'll break this down later. But to me, Sammy Dam- Sammy Watkins is the most dangerous player on the field. He's the guy that could honestly flip the game. When Sammy Watkins plays, the Chiefs are a different offense. And they are more of a threat to score. He is amazing in the red zone. They have trouble scoring in the red zone because he hasn't been there and he is the perfect red zone weapon for that offense. So to me, I think Sammy Watkins could be the difference maker in this game because I think he gives the the Chiefs a little bit more options on route running and he stretches the field. So there's more spaces for Hill or Kelsey to get loose. Um, so just watch out for that. He is a calf injury, but I think he is expected to play, which does have me concerned. Okay, so... Everybody's going back to week six. Everybody's comparing like, okay, let's see how they did in week six. And to me, I don't think it's a comparison. I I think it's a different game. First of all, well, it may actually rain Sunday, but there was rain. There were weather conditions. The game was moved from Sunday night to Monday night. There's a lot of weird things happening. So it's tough to get a reliable comparison between these two teams from week six to the teams that we have now. The other thing that happened in week six is, uh, you remember this, the Bills didn't have Feliciano, who is instrumental in gelling this line and making this line play fantastic. There's been a dramatic improvement since he's came back from his pectoral injury. Matt Milano did not play in week six. Remember that. Matt Milano did not play. Okay, And here's another stat. When Matt Milano does play, the Bills are 15-0. They don't lose. They don't lose when Matt Milano plays. That's a true story. Look it up. Tremaine Edmonds. remember he was dealing with a shoulder injury also wasn't 100 that hurt us okay josh allen josh allen was also hurt he had a shoulder injury i don't think a lot of people made a lot of it but i think he hurt his shoulder pretty bad in that raiders game and i think it was bothering him a bit so all these guys were injured or banged up we're probably the healthiest we've been all season minus gabe davis and we're ready to rock and roll I believe Levi Wallace also did not play in that chiefs game. So there's a lot of pieces that were missing. Remember the person who did have a great game was Cole Beasley. He scored a touchdown and he was getting open a lot. And I think also he'll be the key to this game, which I'll break down later in the podcast, but the chiefs do have a really good corner named Snead and he didn't play week six and he's been very good in coverage lately. So that's one thing to watch out for now. The Bills did not blitz Pat Mahomes in week six, and you saw what happened. The Chiefs just ran the ball They're like, okay, we'll just do this. And they averaged eight yards a carry, and they had their way with the Bills' defense. I don't expect the Bills to be so soft and less aggressive in this game. I think they're going to give a lot of different looks and mixed coverage. I don't expect the Chiefs to run for eight yards per carry, so I'm not worried about that. Uh, The Chiefs played a man zone mix in week six. So I believe they played about 60 to 65% zone, which if you noticed at the beginning of the game, Josh Allen did have some trouble diagnosing what he was seeing and where he wanted to place the ball. And I think as the game goes on, he got comfortable. So what I'd like to see Sunday is him to know right away what he's seeing, all the iterations of the Chiefs defense and be able to make passes to the second level deep down the field, if he can, and be quick off the trigger. Be very decisive. That's the key for Josh Allen on Sunday. Be very, very decisive. The other thing that happened in week six was Mahomes was very comfortable. So when they did call passing plays, he probably figured out the Bills weren't going to blitz him or put a lot of pressure. And he was kind of dealing back there. So he was able to pick his spots. He's a very accurate passer. He throws the ball very well. And so he was very comfortable. He didn't have to move from his spot. And the other part of week six is Tyreek Hill was not necessarily a factor, and that may change. In this game, I think they're going to use him more on some reverses and things like that, which don't really play well against zone, but, you know, they're going to try to get him as many touches as possible because he is the fastest person on the field. Okay. (laughs) Guys, what's up? You know, I can't forget about Pepsi. Pepsi. The official sponsor of the Bills Dudes Podcast. Pepsi's been along in this journey since week four, okay? And they loved every bit of it. They too are on the edge of their seats wondering, will the Bills punch a ticket to Super Bowl 55 in Tampa? I don't know. But you know what I'll have on Sunday? I'll have my ice bucket of Pepsi. Diet Pepsi, Wild Cherry Pepsi. I like Wild Cherry Pepsi after I finish my dinner as kind of like a dessert thing. Pepsi wants the Bills to win. Pepsi rocks. So crack open a Pepsi on Sunday and watch our Buffalo Bills go to the Super Bowl. We love you, Pepsi. People have this misconception that the Chiefs have this dynamic offense this year that they're running up the score 45, 50 points Guess what? Guess who's the Chiefs this year? The Bills are the Chiefs. That's right. The Bills are the Chiefs this year. The Bills have, I think, six victories, six or seven victories of beating opponents by more than 10 points. Do you know how many the Chiefs have? Oh, wait. Zero. Zero. They haven't blown out anybody by more than 10 points all season. Also, you know what they are against the spread? they are 08 0-8-1, okay, which means... They're not covering, they're not scoring, they're not beating people into the ground. So I think that's huge. I think there's a big misconception going into this, and I think the Bills are every right just as good as the Chiefs. The key to this game, in general, is this. The Bills' offense has to win this game. There's no There's no X's and O's plan to stopping the homes. Andy Reid. He's a smart play caller. Uh, it's... They're gonna do what they do. Chiefs do. The Bills' offense has to assert itself. We've gotten off to slow starts in these last two playoff games, and I'm always stressing the fact: take the ball and score. But the key to this game is this: stop the Chiefs from scoring first. I've watched the last couple of games, and they they score. For, they script those plays for their first drive, and they've scored first in many games, even the last playoff game that they played against the Browns. They marched up the field and scored a touchdown. I say. Do whatever you can to stop this first Chiefs drive. Bills get the ball. Go down and score. Let them know who's boss. Just keep scoring, scoring and scoring and scoring. I need Josh Allen. Josh Allen, if you're listening, I need you to get at least 325, 330, three touchdowns. You have to get 28 points in this game. You cannot get less than 28 points this game. 28 points will get you close to victory. And I'll tell you what my prediction is for the score at the end of this podcast but the bills offense is the key 28 points will win this game beasley dawson knox isaiah mckenzie steph Diggs. steph has to go over 100 yards six or seven catches he always gets open there's you can't do anything to scheme against him he just has to make those plays and if josh allen can hit on some of those deep shots even better okay and on the defensive end like i said. You're not going to be able to scheme this thing, this plan that's going to stop Mahomes or confuse him or whatever. He's going to do what he needs to do. But I tell you what, he has this. He has a little bit of the head injury issue and the foot injury. So he's coming in a little banged up. And I say if you can push him off the spot, get your hands on him early, get him dirty, make him feel a little bit of pressure, speed up his internal clock. You may get him to rush some, some some, some throws and he may be inaccurate. And we can kind of force them to punt a few times because I would love to have as many possessions as possible to score, score, score. But our defense is at full strength. Milano's great. Milano's going to be matched up against Kelsey when he's passed off in the zone. You'll have Edmonds out there. Um, Our safeties are great. poyer has been great this year. So I'm not too nervous about the Chiefs just coming out like gangbusters and scoring and scoring and scoring and scoring. I think the Bills have a chance, and I think their their defensive scheme the last couple weeks has been great. Although Rivers did make it to the other side of our 50 every possession, which is a little bit concerning. But that was because, you know, that was probably his last game. He was slinging it. They had a lot of running back passes, and they they really had some nice play calls there. So I can't blame that. But Chiefs want to like to throw the ball down the field. I don't think they're going to have a run-heavy game, so we'll see how that goes. But like I said, the offense has to drive the bus. The offense has to get at least over 400 yards. We don't do well rushing the ball, but if we mix in some rushes, if Singletary can catch some passes and kind of slink and slide his way to a couple first downs, eight or nine yards on on some of those catches, that would be absolutely wonderful, and that would help out our team tremendously. Okay, so – I looked at the three most important matchups for this game, and it comes down to this. To me, the number one matchup is Milano versus Kelsey. Now, Kelsey is a beast. He's absolutely uncoverable. He has the record for most yards in a season by a tight end all time. He's great. Milano has to kind of make him work a little bit and feel confused and kind of let him know that he's there because Kelsey just seems to have his way. He was burning DBs. When they played the Browns last week and that didn't work. So Milano can jam him on the line, impede his route, do what he can to try to disrupt his, his routes. That's the only way you're going to stop Kelsey is disrupting his routes. Milano's big. He can jam him at the line. He's got good footwork. He can catch up if he needs to. And that's one of the keys to the game. The second key to this game is this matchup. Bill's O-line versus Chris Jones. Chris Jones, as you know, is one of the top three defensive tackles in the league, defensive lineman in the league. And he's a force. I just, somebody told me they were watching the week six game and I guess he threw Cody Ford to the ground, like a rag doll, bowled over our running back. And then we had a, there's a linebacker that came in that sacked Josh Allen in that chiefs game. He's a force, but you know what, you know, to say in in our defense, our offensive line has really gelled since we're not using Brian winners anymore and, and Cody Ford, It has really come together, and Josh feels very comfortable back there, and I like that. I like that. I know he's going to be aware that Chris Jones is a good player. He's got to know where he is at all times on the field, but I like the way our O-lines played the last couple games. All right. Number three, and didn't mention this earlier, is Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins versus Levi Wallace. I'm feeling pretty good. Like I said, I feel pretty good that Sammy Watkins is going to play it's up to Levi Wallace to neutralize him. And Sammy Watkins is still good. He's still better than any of those other receivers that they have besides Tyreek Hill. And he changes that offense. I'm telling you, he changes the Chiefs' offense a ton, even in the red zone. So if Levi Wallace can play a little lockdown there, that's mm, perfect. Okay. All right, so the other part of this is special teams. Um, I never really talk about special teams, but I think the Bills have an inherent advantage in special teams. Andre Roberts is an all-pro. I mean, he's an amazing kick returner. He's sure-handed for sure. And I think on kickoffs and punt returns, we're going to have a little bit of advantage there. Also, with Tyler Bass, yes, he's missed two field goals, but he'll be okay. He'll be fine. And the Chiefs, I don't think, have a great – special team coverage or, or or kick return situation they even had tyree kill maybe taking some punts this week in practice to try to you know maybe give a boost to their special teams but i think we also have an advantage on special teams going into this game and it's going to be a very close game and every play is going to count so we have a great punter roberts bass good coverage i like what we do on special teams i think that gives us an advantage in sunday's game <laughs> All right. So let's talk about my prediction. I think we do it, guys. I really do. I, I'm not I'm nervous. I am because we've made it so far. We haven't made it this far in so long. But I think we win 31-26. That's my call. That's my score. I know. I just saying that out loud just makes me kind of nauseous for a second, but I think we somehow pull this off. This team has magic. There's there's a spell on this team, and we're a team of destiny. Here's the other fact that I forgot to mention earlier. So you realize this Super Bowl is in Tampa. Where do we lose our first Super Bowl? Tampa. Okay. Now the other part of this equation that I say, if we, if this team is truly magic, if this team is going to vanquish all the ghosts from the past, it's this: we go to Tampa, we play against Tom Brady, we win the Super Bowl in Tampa against Tom Brady, vanquishing Super Bowl of the past and vanquishing all the ghosts of Tom Brady and taking a Super Bowl ring away from Tom Brady. That's the only way this thing's going to work. And then we'll probably be one of the best teams in the NFL forever. We'll be immortalized. Immortalized. So come on, Bills. I know you guys got it in you. 90s Bills magic. I feel really good about tomorrow. I really do can't wait for this i mean sunday sunday sorry i can't wait for this game i can't wait for this game we've worked so hard all right guys thank you for listening to the pod go bills baby we're on the way to the super bowl i know it all right bills dudes out